The Rock Collective presents Esther 414 Podcast. Hi everyone, I'm your host, Christian Confidence Coach and God's Vessel, and you are now tuned into the Esther 414 Podcast. You were born for such a time as this. This is where Christianity and culture come to collide. Are you ready? Come in with an open heart and an open mind. Remember to share with at least one person. You never know a sister that may be in need. And if you feel upset, remember, that's conviction. Take it up with God, not me. I am just his vessel. We are all imperfect people in need of a perfect savior. Remember to always test the spirit with or by the spirit. This is a place where revolutionary women of Christ come together and we let that devil know that no weapons formed against us will prosper. They may form, but they ain't prospering. Here we rise up as Esthers of this generation because we're bad, we're fly Christian girls, and we're the Esthers of this generation, and we were born for such a time as this. Y'all, this week we got some joy to get back. Welcome back to season three. You ready? Everybody loves the sunshine. You know that song that says, my life, my life, my life, my life in the sunshine. Okay, listen, I was not blessed with the singing voice, but I think you all get get that memo. So we all love the sunshine, but what happens when darkness comes? Today, that's what I am going to be coaching about, about what to do in that dang darkness. You know, there's a Bible verse that says, light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. When it comes to darkness, first, we must know the ways that the darkness penetrates the world around us and can penetrate us mentally and physically. Each day when the sun sets, we can be filled with darkness, especially if the sky is black and no stars or the moon is in sight. The darkness can be a scary place if we let the enemy run wild, especially in our minds. He is the angel of darkness, the angel of bad things. It is not easy to recognize darkness, you know, in the world when it comes to light and dark. But it can be easy. But see, how come y'all let things like the page Justin the Boy and just your social media feeds run wild with all these dark things? Like the Shade Room. Some of y'all are on Pornhub, but we aren't talking about that today. Um, What else? Your Twitter feeds can be dark. You know, there's... Pages that pose to be Christian, but really they're spiritual, which is not the same thing like the spiritual world page. And just all these things that stir up feelings of darkness in us. Even the news like CNN and all of those other things too. Those can be sources of darkness and not light. Sure, they may have a light segment to draw you in, but then the rest is darkness. And we have to be able to recognize that. And that's where testing the spirit by the spirit comes in. You know, we have to be able to recognize where the darkness is and to be in the world, but not of the world. You know, even darkness can be in the food that we eat. What do you mean darkness can be in the food that we eat? Well, if you eat food and then you feel sad or depressed after you're eating it, that's darkness. Depression is a dark feeling, a dark emotion. Or eating too much food and then you feel sad. Just like our actions that we take towards food can truly go into that darkness like lots of eating disorders and things like that are states of darkness so one thing that i was thinking about while writing this podcast is 
Didn't you know that your body is literally a temple of the Holy Spirit? So you all, we literally have to guard our hearts against the things in this world, especially on social media. Like TikTok is one place that it can sometimes be hard to guard yourself against darkness. But what you do when all those bad things pop on your TikTok is there's a feature where you can either report it as spam, you can block it from your feed, so then you don't have to see it. And on other pages, you can just unfollow. Like on Instagram, you can unfollow. Or if you really like are not ready to unfollow, you can take the first step of muting. But eventually you should just unfollow because when you consume so much darkness, it becomes a part of who you are. And God doesn't call us to be dark. He doesn't call us to be dark like the world. He calls us to be reflections of his son and to be the light of this world. You know, there are so many tainted sources these days. But literally, they're nothing but a work of the enemy to try to stir up feelings of anxiety and have you questioning, you know, what you prayed about, what you prayed to God to get you from, what you pray God to have happen. But then sometimes you'll get on something, some person who's speaking a prophetic word will say something, and then you get all like mad and all riled up. But who said that word was free? That's just somebody out there preaching. Like the real, the real way to know if a word or whatever is for you is to go get your Bible. The Bible is the word made. Well, Jesus is the word made flesh, but like the Bible is real. God speaks life into those words. And each time you open it up, you'll get something new in your Bible and not just that Bible app on your phone, but an actual hardcover Bible. A study Bible is a great place to start because it explains things in the Bible, and then you can just kind of graduate and see what type of Bible, what type of versions you like from there. So let's talk about food. So one thing when it comes to food is that food is a source of energy that God gives us, but nowadays there's so many different processed foods that can truly cause different issues to us it can stir up feelings of depression because there's been studies that show that depression is a form of inflammation. You know, there is like candy and sugar and all those things. Those things are not necessarily good all the time. Like nothing is good in overconsumption. We're supposed to be not gluttonous. Gluttony is a sin. We're supposed to have everything in moderation, live mo- live moderately when it comes to food. But now since we just have so much access to it, We just eat all the time. We eat bad things all the time. And then we're all messed up. Our brains are messed up. We have, we're overstimulated. We're depressed. Our guts are sad. You know, maybe one day I'll talk about our guts on here, but not today. But your gut health is going to be a huge indicator to your mental state because your brain and your gut are connected. If you want to know more about that, you can check out this doctor on Instagram. His name is Dr. David Perlmuter. He has this great good book called the brain maker and it's all about the connection between your brain and your gut or your microbiome so the next couple of months we're about to enter into a place where a zinger word is going to be all over social media and it is going to be seasonal depression so seasonal depression is a time of year where basically our bodies are no longer getting as much vitamin d as they were And now it is causing an adverse reaction and causing depression in a lot of people. 
And when a lot of things are contagious, negative energy can be contagious. So a lot of times we may think we're seasonally depressed, but we're really just sad. And we're also sad because we're doing things that are not helping our state. So if you're a person who has a sad girl playlist, I'm going to need you to go ahead and delete that, sis. Like, sure, you can listen to a song here and there, but you don't need to play the sad girl playlist all the time, especially in a time that you are feeling seasonally depressed. That's not going to do anything but put you in a worse state and make you not feel good about yourself. And God doesn't call us to do that. That's just a trick of the enemy to get your mind in a sad place. Music is one of Satan's favorite tools to take us away or stir the pot or to really get into our ears because it can be tricky. You know, one minute you're tapping your foot to the beat of a song and you don't hear all the things that the song is actually saying. And you're like, how could I listen to this trash? Like music can really get you. Maybe even during this time of year, try doing a music fast for the winter like focus on good upbeat happy music that puts you in a better state that on those days where you're feeling a little down or you're getting those triggers or you're getting those warnings of that seasonal depression you do that you feel better and you do better One thing I want to ask you is like, what are some things right now that you have been eating? What have you been turning to? What have you been drinking? You know, when you're sad, who have you been turning to? And what's your favorite coping mechanism? You don't have to answer these, but just take a minute, write them down and do some self-reflection. Because, you know, this is a perfect time of year to get hold of all of those feelings now. Maybe even reflect on last winter. Reflect on what were your triggers that made you sad. And then this year, we're going to turn that around. So during this time, you know, maybe you should only be listening to things that feel good. Maybe you need to alter your friendship circle a little bit. Because if you have a sister or a friend or whomever it may be that is kind of bringing down your mood and drawing you down with her, maybe like you don't need that right now. You need somebody who's going to be able to lift you up, affirm you and to say, hey, sis, we got this. Like we can get through this. We've been in hard times before, but we can get through it together. You need a community of women who are going to lift you up, not bring you down with them to their state. So maybe, you know, just take a little record of who you're around. How do they make you feel? Like what types of things are you noticing? And then like change your circle. So it's not necessarily saying like, hey, I'm done with you forever. But it's saying like, hey, I got to protect my mental health first because we cannot pour from an empty cup. It took me a while to learn that. But now that I've learned that, it just has changed the game for me truly. And then also, you know, I think like, This time of year is a huge time where after Jesus's birthday, because in America, we celebrate it in winter, you know, then the world just kind of becomes sad. And I really think that it's like a trick of the enemy to say like, you know, oh, okay, there's no longer time to be sad. This is all a depressing time, but it's not a depressing time. And we let the spirit of Christmas and all of the winter joy and all that stuff die off too soon. And then we go straight into that bad time of year where nobody knows what to do. But instead, we should still be having an ongoing celebration because Jesus died on the cross for us. Why would we only celebrate his birthday in December? You know, lots of moms and all that stuff, when their baby takes their first step, they're celebrating. So why don't you treat Jesus's birthday like that? Like, oh my gosh, we're one week into Jesus's birthday. Woohoo! Oh my gosh, okay, we made him, Jesus is a month old now. Like, really relinquish all that time and all that effort and truly just hone into the feelings of the season. And I promise you, this year will look different because everybody always talks about at the end of the year or at this time they're like oh my gosh my year is not how I want it to look it's not this it's not that but it can be like it's never too late to make or take that one decision that will change your life you just have to decide to do it
So are you going to do that? You know, we are in control of our feelings. I'll never forget I had a therapist tell me that people's feelings are their responsibilities. So what are you going to do to be in control of those feelings better this year? Are you going to get a therapist? Are you going to get up and get moving? If you can't afford a therapist, what type of resources are you going to get? Like, are you going to create a community for yourself where you all can just come together, be fly girls, you know, go to church together, do whatever you want to do and have fun. Like, this is a like, are you going to create a community of people who go skiing together? Are you going to create a hot cocoa community? Like, what are you going to do to make the end of this year better? And what are you going to do to control your state? Because once again, you're in control of your emotions. Nobody else can make you feel any type of way. You're in control of that. Sure, they can say something, but also we can decide how we take what they said to us. That's one huge thing. And once you learn that, your life changed so much better. For me, the best thing I love to do to make myself feel better is movement. So I I restarted teaching cycle in the wintertime. I start playing tennis indoors usually in the winter. It's my go-to coping. I'm a sports girl, so I love anything that's going to involve movement. And moving your bodies is literally the key to any type of change of state. And I learned that from Tony Robbins. But I mean, also look at Jesus. He walked everywhere. He wasn't just sitting all the time. Like back in the olden days, not that many people were depressed because kids would go out and play and do all of these things. I mean, yes, depression was like that, but it wasn't as prevalent as it is now. So how are you going to move your body? What are you going to do to make yourself feel better? Even if it's just having a mandatory dance party every morning or every night at home, in your room, in your living room, wherever, crank up that music, turn on the record player and dance for about 10 to 30 minutes and your state will change because there's no way that you can dance and you not feel better. So find a way to have that instant state changer and these times of seasonal depression. I promise it'll change the game for you. And you know, I think another thing, um, like if you're someone who is a sad girl, and maybe I already talked about this, but I can't remember, but I really want my sad girls out there, my sad girl trope, um, go ahead and, and do me a favor and delete that sad girl playlist. Sis. You don't need that in this season. You don't. Because all it's going to do is bring your mood down more. And then you're going to be in a more depressive state. And then you're going to be stuck there for a while. You're not going to know how to get out. Or you could be keep drawn further and further and further. Like music has so much control. And like it can just do things that it do- that we don't need it to do. Like mu- the biggest way that Satan gets people is through music. But that's not a discussion for today at all whatsoever. But it is. And I think one thing or another thing, I keep on saying one thing, but also to my TV watchers out there, I know, I know some of y'all out there, your sad girl music is binge watching seasons and seasons and seasons. And then you wake up the next day or you're like, it's like three weeks have passed and all you've done is watch TV. That's a sign of depression. So what do you need to do there? You need to go on TED Talk. Um, you need to look up an issue that you're facing. And you need to work through it this season. This will be a great way to turn the end of your year around to do something that will be the one thing that makes this the best year of your life. You know, we can change the world around us to make it more beneficial to our health and we can use God's creations to make us feel better. I think like a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing about owning a pet 
is the feeling and the warmth you get from being around your pet, especially if you have a doggy. Like there's nothing better to have a pet dog and just to sit there and to pet them. That's therapeutic. They use animals for therapy. Maybe you're not an animal person. That's okay. But another great healing power that God gave to us is water. So maybe it's winter and you're an outdoor nature girly. Totally fine. There are lots of streams in the snow that you can go look at. You can go look at creeks. You can go look at all of that. Maybe even touch it. There's so much healing power in the water. Why do you think we get baptized in the water? Especially in a moving, flowing, constant state of water. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. You know, the snow is a great way. Also, just like walking through the trees. Letting the grass touch your feet. That's for my girls who are living in warm places during the winter. And, you know... Right now in the fall, running through the rain or even a sprinkler, there's something that just brings out your inner child, your inner jovialness if when you run through rain and it makes you happy. And black girls who listen to this, it's okay to get your hair wet for this one time. It'll affect your mental health in a great way. Also kissing in the rain for my couples. You know, when you spend time in God's creation, it literally has automatic healing power. And also... For my girl, my sunset and sun and sky girls like myself, like watching the sunset, sitting in the sun, sitting by a window by the sun, watching the sun rise, that is truly healing and it's a magnificent experience as well. Just anything to connect you closer and to make you feel closer to God, those unexplainable moments, those will be beautiful for you to captivate during this season. And then your homework today homework i know yes homework so your homework today is you need to think about 100 things that will bring sunshine to you during the winter and write them down and by sunshine i don't mean the physical sunshine because we can't control the sunshine but just those feelings of sunshine to you this winter what can what can make the what was that song i can't even think of it but what can bring sunshine to you this winter okay So I'm going to pray us out. Dear God, you know, I just pray that this message just reaches one person and it reaches all my girlies who think or experience seasonal depression. I pray, Lord, that this season is different, that this winter is different, that those feelings do not pop up. I pray that instead of their timelines being a negative place, I pray that this is just the most beautiful, peaceful winter as we're bringing in your Prince of Peace, God. I pray that the moment that that Christmas time, even that fall comes in, we just all have this feeling of peace and serenity. And we have this feeling of ambition that we know that the year's not winding up. We're just getting started. Like this is the time that we can launch into our goals and set ourselves up so much in advance for next year that this time next year will be five years ahead, Lord. Lord, I pray that this is a season of us being propelled to the next dimension, of us being propelled to the women that you called us to be, for us being propelled to the mothers, to the business owners, to any great thing that you called us to be. I pray this is our season that we take a hold of that, God, that we step into your favor and that we know that no weapon formed against us will prosper. It won't even come close to touching us because you are protecting us every step of the way. You're protecting our thoughts. You're protecting our hearts. You're protecting our mind. You're protecting our spirits, Lord. And I just want to thank you so much 
for always having your hands on our lives and everything connected to us. I pray everything, everyone, every person, every single situation that's connected to us, that's supposed to be connected to us, will prosper, Lord. Lord, I pray for relationships out there that are struggling, Lord. I would just pray that they can just touch the hem of your garment, Lord, and they can just be made new in you, and they can be strengthened more in this season and take that strengthening to every other season in their life to continue to be more and more strengthened, Lord, and to just be built up how you want them to be built up in this kingdom, Lord. Lord, I pray for my single girlies on this podcast. During the holidays, it can be hard for them to see all these couples getting together and feeling left out. But God, let them have a community so strong that they don't feel left out this winter, that they feel so full of life, that they know that them when their time comes, it's going to be beautiful because they were born for a time as that. And you're just preparing their perfect mate, Lord. Lord, and I just pray for everyone listening to this podcast every year. Lord, I pray that, you know, if they felt distance from you, that this is their season that they come and they add you to their lives, Lord. If they felt that, you know, turned away completely. They turned their backs on you, Lord. I pray that this is the season that they come back to you, God. And finally, Lord, I pray for anyone who just wants to be spiritual or all these things, Lord. I pray that off of them, God. And I pray that they know the only right way to the Father is through your Son. So I pray, Lord, that people find Jesus this season and he warms up their heart and it just makes the world a better place. Praying for peace in your name, in your precious holy name. I pray all of these things, Jesus. Amen.